You're listening to the weekly Calvary Chapel Divine Digital Devotion with Pastor Michael Petit. Hey, hope that you're having a wonderful day whenever or night whenever you get those podcasts. That's the fun thing about podcasts. You never you never know when somebody's going to get to listen to it. I do got some good news for you. I wanted to share this with you. This is something that, um, that was announced yesterday and there'll be more things to unfold uh, as we um, get closer to the event. But I want you to save the date on April 2nd, Saturday, April 2nd at 6 p.m. There'll be a concert at the Natalia Football Stadium with Christafari. Uh, also performing is going to be my man Jarrell, uh, does Christian hip-hop. Uh, Christafari is a, both Jarrell and Christafari are um, uh, major uh, Christian recording artist and we got some other things planned we're gonna have some food there uh um and then uh we also got some other stuff which i'll announce as we get closer to it we still got two other bookings uh that we're trying to get taken care of and once we get those then i will let you know the rest of the uh, <laughs> the rest of the lineup but christafari is an awesome awesome group and i, I would hope that y'all come out and bring somebody uh, you know for us as a church, we know that the church is going to show up, but what we want is for those that don't know uh, Christ, that, that, that haven't uh, come to know the Lord, to come. And, and so that means we need to bring somebody with us. And that means also bring somebody with you. Maybe you know somebody that's uh, been in the church that's kind of drifted away. Because there's been a lot of people that drifted away during COVID. And so um, that's one of the things I pray, you know, that we do. So April 2nd, Saturday, April 2nd, uh, that's going to be uh, just a, a wonderful concert, free concert and community outreach. It's, it's, it's a block party, as we're calling it. And uh, April 2nd, Christafari, Jarrell, it's going to be a wonderful time. we got some other names that are hopefully coming. Uh, and so we'll let you know as those things unfold, and you'll probably see if you're in the Divine, Lytle, Casterville, um, Natalia, uh, Somerset area, you'll see some of those posters, and you may see some advertisements starting to show up on uh, Instagram and uh, Facebook and all that stuff. And, and if you see them, just pass them on and, and let people know. That's one of the big things that we're asking is to, to get the word out because it seats a 1,000 people. It would be amazing to actually, you know, hit that capacity. I'm not sure that that would be done, but the Lord can do that. And so please keep it in prayer. Please keep the finances in prayer as we as we uh, juggle that. It's, it's a wonderful thing because it's not just uh, a Calvary Chapel thing uh, that's being done. This is multiple churches within the Divine, Natalia, and uh, Lytle area that are all involved to put this together. And, and so it's it's it, we're looking forward to it um one of the verses i wanted to share with you i was watching a super bowl yesterday and probably like many of you and and um really i was pulling for the underdog i wanted cincinnati to win just because they're the underdog um and i at the same time i wanted to see matthew stafford kind of get his uh <laughs> get his his super bowl ring because he's a georgia player and i'm i'm a huge georgia bulldog fan um, I just born in Atlanta, so I'm, I'm all, you know, when it comes to the Hawks, the Braves, the, um, you know, the Falcons and the Georgia Bulldogs, that's what I am. Been that way since I was a kid. So, um, but one of the things that, um, that I was noticing is, is as we were watching it, 
um, uh, there were different people in our group that were looking forward to different things, right? And so you had some that were wanting to see the commercials. And then you had some that were just wanting to see the halftime show. And then you had some that were actually wanting to see the game, right? Uh, and and so and then some that wanted to see who was going to sing the national anthem or who was going to uh, do the coin toss. You know, all that stuff is is there were different groups that were looking for different things and not necessarily looking for the football game. You know, there was a group that wanted to watch the game. Uh, but I'm not sure how many how many people were actually invested as a fan, right? Um, you know, nobody expected Cincinnati to show up. I know K Drama's a, a a big fan. He's a Christian hip hop artist that does uh, uh, that one song, Air Jordan. Uh, it's an old Christian hip hop song, but it's a wonderful one. Um, but he's a huge Cincinnati Bengal fan, so I know he was a fan and and wanted to watch the game intently. Um, but I just thought to myself, I was reading uh, a verse in Matthew chapter 9, uh, and, and it's one verse that it, we know pretty well uh, as, you know, as, as if you've been a Christian for a while, it's one that you probably have heard said a few times. But let me give you the context of the scripture because I want to make sure you get this. In Matthew chapter 9, verse 35, it says, And Jesus went throughout all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom and healing every disease and every affliction. And when uh, he saw the crowds, he had compassion for them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. And this is a verse you're probably very familiar with. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Now, when I thought, thought about that, I, I was like, man, that, that reminds me so much, uh, so much of, of the Super Bowl. You know, how many of them were actually tuned in as a fan uh, to, to be part of the laborers? You know, because I was thinking to myself, just look at all the people that paid money in the crowd to watch, right? And and that's how the church is in a lot of ways. They'll sit on the, uh, sit to watch the game or watch the, um, watch the uh, pastor every week. Uh, then you have some that are kind of like, oh, I'm going to dress, but I'm not really going to play. And those are the people that are on the bench. And then you have the people that are actually in the game. And, and think about it. There's only a handful of people that are actually in the game playing. It's kind of crazy, man, because when it, one of the things that I love about this verse is that you see that Jesus went from city to city, village to village, to teach and preach the gospel of the kingdom of God. Because he, he had compassion for them. And that should be the same for us, as we should have compassion on those as well. You know, it's, it's a reminder to us that... Um, you know, that Jesus not only healed, but he taught and he preached. And he didn't do it alone. He didn't work alone. He had his disciples. He used others to help him as well. And his disciples would sometimes pray uh, with him or, or they would actually be sent out. Um, but um, one of the things that we need to remember is like the, the laborers are few. But I, I think to myself is how many people... Or just okay with, with just sitting on the bench. 
right? How many people are okay with just kind of, I'm going to just kind of chill out and sit on the bench. It's that compassion that we're supposed to have, that compassion for the crowd, for those that are lost, for those that are hurting, uh, for those that are in pain. And, and you know, it's, it's to understand that there are so many people that are helpless right now, and Jesus is the answer. But it's going to require us to actually get moving and get going. One of the things I love is we had we had a, a wonderful couple come and teach at our, or the the husband come and teach at our church, and they did worship together. Um, and 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 they were just they're just a beautiful example of God's restoration. They were going through some mar- um, major things in their marriages, uh, in their marriage, and. And God just went in and, and did a work. And, and it's just amazing to see just the joy and uh, the love that they have for each other and for the family and just to see what God can do. Because God, you know, uh, somebody uh, continued to minister to them, you know, continue to minister to them, even in, a, in, the, in their most weakest state. And that was the same thing for us, for, for my marriage as well. You know, it was 22 years of a mess, and, um, and, and just God, God used uh, people within the church to minister to us. And, and, and it just reminds me of the laborers that did that. And so that's why I want to ask you is, like, are you just being a fan of Christ? Are you being a fan of Christ? Are you being a follower of Christ? Because... Many fans were watching the Super Bowl yesterday, but how many are actually going to be a follower who are actually going to be dedicated? I think of my man, uh, K-Drama, again. That guy has been, since I've known him, he's been a Cincinnati Bengal fan for years, for years. Up or down, win or lose, he's always been a fan. And and so for us, as, as we, we are fans of... Uh, uh, of Christ, then we're not really being all in. We're we're just kind of halfway in. We're okay with, hey, I just want to see what the pastor's going to teach this week. I'm okay with just coming on Sunday. Um, I'm okay with, you know, uh, Wednesday night's not my thing. That's your thing. Um, I'm okay with maybe, um, you know, coming to an event like a potluck, but I'm not going to serve or be a part of that. I'm that's the thing. It's like we're, we're supposed to not just be hearers of the word, but doers. There was this great verse that we had shared with us um, that I loved. I mean, it was something that, and, and, and what, what was pretty cool, it was shared yesterday in our teaching. And so I felt like the Lord was, you know, giving it to me twice because uh, we heard it Saturday with Pastor Bungie. And then we heard it yesterday uh, with, uh, with the young man that came in and taught for us yesterday. And, it, and it's Philippians chapter 4, verses 8 through 9. And it says, Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are good, report. If there is any virtue and if there is any praiseworthy, meditate on these things. These things you've learned to receive, you, you learned and received and heard and saw in me. These do, and the God of peace will be with you. And I thought to myself, like, when I'm reading this, are the things that I'm, that, that I'm holding true, right? Am I focusing on the truth? Am I focusing on God's word? Or am I focusing on the fiction of the world? 
Because see, a follower of Christ is going to focus on the things that are true, the biblical principles that are true from God's word, right? And and so that's that's part of the issue is like we'll we'll you know we'll worry or we'll think about these other things that are going on in the world and it's no different than me. I I watched the Super Bowl yesterday, little bits and pieces of it, and it's easy to get distracted and and follow it. But I think one of the things that's really cool is that the Lord used a scripture to give to me to say, hey, uh, the laborers are few. Just like this this game here that's being played in the world, there is only a handful of people that are in the game. And there's millions and millions of people that are watching. That are watching. Whether they're watching for the commercials, whether they're watching for um, the halftime show, whether, regardless of what they're watching for, they're watching, but only a handful of them are going to play. And and I think about that as, as a church. It's like... It, are, are we actually going to focus on the truth and do the things that God is calling us to do? Or are you going to focus on the fiction of this world? That, that's the question. Because that's what happens is we, we get focused on the things of this world. And, and when we do that, we struggle with immorality sometimes. Uh, we'll start to have temptations that come because we're allowing these things that we shouldn't be watching, that we watch. Uh, we we allow these things to take us away. I think one of the things that was said yesterday is like, how are you investing your time? You know, because if you're investing your time in truth, then man, that's that's going to pay dividends uh, in your in your life, in your marriage, in your family, in your church. You know, the the thing is, is like we, uh, you know, we we're supposed to. I, I love that it says that you know the things that are true, what things that are noble right and uh with things that are just you know doing things that are upright right noble you have honorable thoughts right uh you know the just is is doing what's righteous and what's what's righteous for the church to be doing is the work of the lord we've gotten away from that i think COVID is is put a lot of people back on the bench or back in the stands and it's time for them to get back on the field um, and, and I love that because it's at the end of the day, it's so easy for, you know, you think about these things one by one, uh, are these things, of, you know, are you allowing, you know, are, are you not spending time in truth? Are you, are you allowing things in your life that you shouldn't allow that are not noble? Um, are you, are you doing things that are not righteous? What things are pure? You know, that's, you know, that's evident. The things that are pure, the things that come from God, um, and, and then I love that it says what things are of good report there, and if there is virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Us being able to come together, we we were in a pure chaos yesterday. We we were told that they, you know, we're in the VFW. We just moved into the VFW building, uh, VFW thirty nine sixty six there in in uh, divine texas and um so we were told there was going to be a wedding we were told hey there's going to be a wedding um and so we moved over because they needed to decorate early so we moved over into a smaller room and one of the things that was really cool is being in that smaller room is we all had to participate uh to put up chairs and get things set up and so being a small church everybody's a laborer everyone 
and and that's the beauty of a, a small church i think with the bigger church what happens is sometimes you can come and go you can you know, sit on the sidelines and it's, it's just it's easier to do that uh, when you're in a small church everybody participates we even had a new family uh, that came in from new mexico beautiful family awesome uh wonderful conversation i uh, got to talk with them and and but they were even helping us put up the chairs even the little ones were helping us uh and and that's what was awesome because they weren't just being hearers of the word they were being doers of the word because the harvest is plentiful and the laborers are few and and i i you know we we pivoted and and one of the things i thought yesterday is how beautiful church was it was not comfortable yesterday uh the area that we were in and the building that we were in that part of the building it was not comfortable at all. It was outside of our comfort. And, and and one of the things that I loved is like at the end of the day, church still went on and it was beautiful. Worship was awesome. The word was great. It's just it was just a great time to be in God's word. And and so that's for us. It's like are are you gonna just continue to be that fan that sits on the bench? Or are you gonna actually do the things that God is calling you to do? Right? that's the thing that you need to get get to and that's why the rest of that verse is so important because he tells you to meditate on those things what's praiseworthy praiseworthy is to see what the church did yesterday to be a part of that to get to see it and that that to me was praiseworthy thank god and praise god for for what god did yesterday and and for this event that's coming up on april 2nd praise god that's a praiseworthy event we need to meditate on the things that god is doing in our lives and and in the church and in the community but for us we need to do what we need to do those things that are true those things that are noble those things that are just and pure and lovely of good report and of virtue and 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 if they're praiseworthy we need to meditate on them but i love what paul says next he says these things which you've learned and received and heard and saw in me these do and, and the God of peace will be with you. We got to be not just, you know, hearers of the word because you deceive yourself. You know, that's why Jesus was saying, you know, the harvest is truly plentiful, but the laborers are few. There are a lot of people, a lot of people that are just okay with sitting on the bench. The harvest is plentiful. That means that the harvest is ripe and ready. The gospel needs to go out. You saw in that verse before, in verse 35, that he's supposed to do what? Jesus went about all cities and villages teaching and preaching the gospel of the kingdom. That's what we're supposed to be doing. And I know on that night when we have that event on April 2nd, we'll have very few laborers. But we'll still do what God is calling us to do. And that's the whole point of what we're doing on that night is to, to see God God's word be taught and preached and, and, and just see an amazing movement of God. But one of the things that you have to do is you can't sit in church. You can't sit in church and take the things that you've learned and you received and you heard and you saw me do and not do them. That's what Paul is saying. He goes, you, you've learned them, you received them, you heard them, you saw them. Do those things. And then the peace of God will be with you. Now, I believe that's part of, part of the biggest problem with the harvest is, is plentiful and the laborers are few. is because so many Christians are not willing to take what they've learned, received, heard, and saw and do them. 
And, and because they don't do them, there's no peace in them. They don't have peace. And, and, and I think that's where they, they struggle. There's no peace in their life because, you know, they're spending all their time allowing the fiction of the world to fill them, fill them up. In John 14, 27, uh, Jesus said, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your, uh, let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. We find peace in God. And, and one of the other things that we do is like, look, I, the God of peace, is, as we've seen this event unfold, it's the Holy Spirit movement. It's nothing that we've done. We can, that's a praiseworthy report. And it's, we meditate on those things because we get to be a part of what God is doing in, the, in, in, you know, in Natalia on April 2nd. We have a praiseworthy report because we get to see what God is doing in divine. And in the VFW, and through all the the bumps and bruises of, of shifting and moving and trying to get settled into a new building, but God is still moving. God is still moving. And 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 one of the things I love about a, 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 us being a church that's growing is everyone's involved. The laborers are few, but we have very few laborers because we're you know we're a smaller church. And so we see everybody participate, even somebody that's brand new, even somebody that's brand new. They came in and we were just blown away and, and it, it was awesome. I mean, awesome to see them step out in faith and, and uh, be a part of that. And so that's one of the things that, that I pray for is like as we think about um, the work of the Lord and, and, and what we're called to do. I mean, we know just based on these scriptures, what we're supposed to be doing, right? We know that we're supposed to be, uh, doing the work of the Lord, but do we do that? Are we just being a fan? Are we just watching from the sidelines? Right? It's easy to do, right? It's very easy to do. And, and many people do it and we got to stop doing it. You know, God is calling us to to uh, do the work of the Lord, and that means we gotta we gotta participate. We gotta participate. Jesus, I love that that Jesus saw the masses of people, and he had compassion for them, and he continued to minister to them because he is the good shepherd. And I pray that we would do the same thing. We have so many people that that uh, that need to hear to preach, uh, need to hear the teaching and preachings of Jesus Christ and why Jesus came. And I pray that, you know, you're, you, you would be no longer a fan, but a follower of Jesus Christ. It's time to get off the bench. It's time to get out of the stands. It's time to stop watching the event because you want to see this worship person or you want to see that pastor preach and, and get involved in your community and do what God has called you to do. Because the harvest is truly plentiful, but the laborers are few. And therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. All right? Praise God for that. Praise God. Don't just sit, be, be willing to sit. One of the worst things I think would be is to be dressed up and not be able to play the game. Right? To, to have on all the equipment and you never get to play. To get a Super Bowl ring, but you never played. That's not how it's going to work. You know, God has called you. He's, he's called you for uh, four good works. I think it, 
you know, in Ephesians chapter 2, it tells us that you're not saved by works, but you're, you're, you have this wonderful calling because it says, uh, for, for by grace you have been saved through faith. And that not of yourself is, is, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. But it says this, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared before them that we should walk in them. God has, uh, has created you as you become a follower of Jesus Christ. You're not saved by works, you're saved by grace. But God is saying, look, when you give your life over to me, and, and, and you choose to follow me and repent and ask me into your heart. You're filled with the Holy Spirit and God is saying, look, it's time to get on the battlefield. It's time to get in the game because I have prepared some works for you, some good works for you to do. And so that would be my, my, uh, uh, my charge to you is to, you know, if you've been on the sidelines, maybe because of COVID, maybe because you're, you've been worried about uh, coming back to the church, you know, it's time to get off the sidelines and get back into the game. Thank you so much for joining the Calvary Chapel Weekly Devotion. I hope that you have a wonderful week. And we pray if you'd like to listen to more of the devotions or uh, any of the sermons, you can do all of that at our website at calvarydivine.org. You can also get in contact with me, uh, submit a prayer request, and uh, find out about other events that are happening in our uh, church and in our area uh, that we're participating in. So calvarydivine.org. God bless.